going on, everybody? My name is Coach Stefan, and I am the host of the Everyday Pursuit Podcast. Welcome. What's up? I have Coach Mike on here with us today. What is up? Um, special guest. And today's episode is is special and near and dear to my heart because I hope it lights some fire under your ass for the new year. If you haven't read the title, go read it. It's called New Year Old Me. And the reason I titled this episode that is because every single year I see people that that get into this like new year, new me thing, but they really end up becoming no different. And what what we've seen is coaches, right? Coaching hundreds and hundreds of people every single year is that you really do need to reinvent yourself. If you go into a new year, you need to have a new you. And it's, and it's cliche, like new year, new me. No, no, no. Not just like different habits. Not just like, oh, I'm going to start doing this. Like you need to completely reinvent who you are and actually not like the person you are in a way. I'm not saying that you should shit on yourself and, and think super negative and have all these thoughts. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you need to like look at who you were and then you're like that person, that version of me didn't do the things I wanted and reinvent yourself into a different version, right? It's like shedding the skin. And so I'll give you an example for myself. I look back at this year in 2022, because we're recording this like what, two days before the new year. And I see some things that like I did really well and I did some things that were not great. And I look back at like the version of me, like who was Stefan in 2022? And there's some things I love, but there's some things I don't like at all. And I think if we're really brutally honest, we can see those things. And so that version, whether it was like 80% good and 20% bad, you know, or not as good in order for me to actually become a better version, I have to start not liking that version, right? Because if I'm okay with that version, if I'm comfortable with that version, why the hell would I actually legitimately change, right? I'm just going to tell myself I'm going to change, but I'm pretty happy with it. So in order to make that transformation, you have to sit there and be like, I don't like that, who that person was. I love them. I love them from where they were. I'm growing, but I don't like that anymore. I don't, I don't want anything. I don't, want, I don't want to associate with that version of myself. So I guess my question to you, Mike, too, is do you, I'm sure you've noticed over the years, like you're progressing in your career and relationships and fitness. Do you feel like you have to leave that like other version of Mike behind? Absolutely. I, uh, what I do sometimes I look back at old videos or like old text conversations and stuff. Like I'll just dig up old phones every now and then, and I'll just look at the way I, I communicate with people or like just watch videos. And I, if you, to me, the way I see it is if I don't cringe, then I know I haven't been growing. So like if, if I start laughing from the cringe when I'm like reading, like, you know, like random text threads, I'm like, oh, like, yeah, you know, that's, that's my gauge on success. I, I, I want to be embarrassed by my previous self. <laughs> Not in like a crazy negative way, but that's how I know I'm growing as I, I tend to laugh at myself. Like I was watching a hiking video and the first thing I thought of, I was like, oh, you look small there, like right <laughs> off the bat. And then I was like, oh, you look yeah. like a child and you sound like a child too. Like, you know, just, just things like that. That's, that's what I pretty much do to gauge myself. And I mean, if you're losing weight and stuff and you're in your training, you should definitely look at videos besides just the way you speak and everything. It's, you should look at your physicality and almost yeah. be like embarrassed. Like that was me. Uh, well, that person's dead and this is the new me. Yeah. Then it really is like dying to your old self. I mean, at, at least I think we're on the same page. The only way that I've been able to transform is look back and it, it's a dichotomy, right? It's, it's, it's not just black and white. Okay. 
Um, and I'm very careful when I say this because I, I don't want you to think that you should bash on who you are. Um, but it's almost the same nuance as like, I'm, I'm really grateful for what I have. Like just say finances, right? Cause we can all, we all are making money at some capacity. I'm really grateful for the money I'm making. However, it's not good enough. Like you can do that. You can legitimately be grateful, but you still want more, right? Like that is actually healthy because I think as soon as you have comfort, and you're like totally fine unless I guess you were super rich. Like I, I don't think the ambition's there and the growth won't happen. And that's really what it is. It's like desire has to be there in order for growth to take place. And like I said, if you're not dying to your old self, if you're not kind of turning away from the, you know, m less mature things you were doing or whatever, the desire is still there to be like that, right? And I know you said you look back at old videos. I mean, I know Facebook will be like, Oh, from four years ago, or my wife will show me a Snapchat and like of her partying, or I wrote some like stupid thing on Facebook. I'm like, dude, what, what was I doing? All right. And that's life. Like we look back and we're like, I was not very wise. Uh, you know, I made these mistakes. I can't believe it. And that reflection is key. And so what I want to challenge you guys to do is look at some things within your life this year that you feel like you could have done better. And, you know, this is a super reoccurring theme we talk about um, on a lot of episodes here, and it is just like brutal honesty. Um, we all have areas we're really good in, right? Like you have a strong area and you probably know it, right? When I say that, you're probably like, oh, there it is. Maybe you're really good at relationships or you're really good with finances or, you know, in your career, or maybe you're super fit. Maybe you prioritize your health. And I have areas in my life where I was like, I crushed it this year. Like, let's go. And I'm super proud of myself. But... I also had some areas that did really well at the expense of some other areas not doing really well. And I think that one thing that if I could give some advice, like if I could have given advice to myself at the beginning of 2021 or 2022 to now, it would have been to like not seek balance. And I kind of knew that. And the reason that I say that is because I don't think areas grow when you're in balance. Like they just don't. And so I, what's your kind of thought on like trying to become, you know, the whole like, oh, just have the balance in your life. There's no movement when there's balance. Yeah. You know, like uh, I always, everyone's like, oh, you need to, you know, you're working too much. You're doing this or whatever. You know, you can look at anybody that ever made something out of their lives. They didn't live a normal life. They weren't no. like, you know, they, they didn't follow their calendars so specifically. They're like, oh, we got to stop at 5 p.m. That's my rule. Or, you know what I mean? Like. They're like, nah, this needs to get done or tomorrow's gonna, I'm going to be screwed tomorrow. Like, yep. you know, it's just momentum and you keep that momentum going and, you know, it's consistency. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that you said like the rule thing. Dude, everybody that was anybody broke all the rules, mm -hmm. right? Now, the rules should be there to kind of like, so you're aware when you're stepping outside the boundaries. Like, it's like, do not enter. And you're like, I'm entering. Warning track. Like, yeah, it's a warning track. And for me, I can't tell you how many times and like, I'm sure my wife and even my employees are probably don't like me. Like, I'll be done working at this time. But then I could have been like, no, I'm stopping. And look, there's some good and bad things to this. Some of it is like me being more organized and having better control. But some of it's like, I could stop, but I really am hungry for this goal and I want to achieve it. And because I had that mindset and I knew that, man, when was I in the best shape? When I was super unbalanced, right? Like to society standards, right? Like I was working out all the time. I was tracking all my calories. Like I wouldn't be the balance that everybody's searching for. And I've kind of talked about this too on previous episodes. I believe there's basically five buckets of life, right? Your five Fs, fitness, finance, faith, family, and friends. 
So if those are each 20% and you want them to stay 20%, nothing's growing. And I will say that I don't know anybody where it's a very even 20%. Like it, it, even if it gets there, just give it like two weeks <laughs> and then it won't be 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. Like it won't do that. And so what you have to understand is unless you have a bucket that's like really, really suffering, it might not even be beneficial to like seek that balance, right? Because if you try to get in shape through balance, it will never happen. If you're 45 pounds overweight and you want to do, and you want to get in shape in a balanced lifestyle, and, and I know everybody's, you know, thought of balance is different, but you're going to have to get out of balance because you were out of balance in another way. Like you neglected your health for so long, that bucket was only 5%. Yeah, you're going to have to put that bucket at like 35%, which means if you only have 100% effort, you're going to have to pull from other buckets, less social life, less work maybe. And I actually had a client that just joined that's like, I quit my job because my job was making me work uh, midnights and all these different things. And I had to prioritize my health. So yep. you're going to have to, you're going to have to pull from buckets. So, I mean, like Mike, what are, what are some things this year you felt like you had to put more effort in one bucket than another and, and like, did it pay off? Um, hmm. Well, the way, the way we train, I'm pretty much, you know, obviously everybody knows I train conjugate. Um, the whole like philosophy behind that is to work on your weaknesses. So I feel like I'm always putting more effort into the buckets that I need work on and the things that I'm good at. I just kind of like, I'll move this way. Blow, oh, you're good. I just kind of like blow like right over. So it's, it gets to the point where like, I don't even track. I don't, it's just not even, um, it's not, uh, what's the word? Um, I'm alone. Blank it out here. What's the word? Uh, all right. You're saying tr not even tracking your stuff? Yeah, it's like autopilot. I don't, there, okay. The things that I need work on, I put more effort into that. But like something I, I guess you could say was lacking on this year was um, uh, like just sh like showing up to the gym to work out, which is crazy. Like, dude, this is your like job, obviously. Like, you're yep. super in shape. Like, you, you know, really strong. You do all this stuff all the time. But yeah, a lot of times I put so much effort into other people that yeah. I'll forget my bucket. And I'm like, you know what? You only worked out twice this week. Right. You know? So yeah. I guess showing up would be one of them. And then that lasted like, what, two months? And then I just snapped right back in, had the TV show turned up then, and then uh, kind of woke me up, and then uh, I'd be good. So Right. Right. And and I would say, like, this is the – and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of go on what Mike said too and tell you my own things. Um, but this is, like, the analogy I want you to think about. Think about, like, the five buckets, right? and they're on a teeter-totter, right? So if the bucket leans a little more to the left, and like, let's just say too, the buckets are being shuffled in order, like, right? So I obviously, if you have one bucket here and one bucket here and it's tipping, that's gonna lose the most water, right? But let's just say every day they moved in order and there's this teeter-totter doing that and you're standing there with the bucket and as soon as you see one um, pour out, you're like, oh, add it. And then you're like looking all frantically and you're like, oh, add it here. That's how most people live their life. They're like, they're in response, reactive. right? Yeah, they're very reactive. They're like, oh, do this, do this. Instead of just being like asking yourself, stepping back, if I let this bucket get empty, but, or like, you know, not empty, but really low. But I also am gonna not just let it get low and do nothing. Like I'm gonna let it get low because I'm putting effort in this other thing. Once that bucket gets at 20%, would it be a more permanent 20%? I'll give you an example. My job, my career. If I get my business to X point, right, financially, and we get so many clients and we're so big, do you think that at some point it would be realistic for me to be able to pull back 
and focus on other things and my business keep going? Absolutely. You think if you were 50 pounds overweight and you lost 50 pounds and gained some muscle and fixed your metabolism like the clients do with us, and then you could get to a maintenance phase where you are going to the gym less, you are having to be less strict, and then that, your fitness kind of just almost coasts, and now you can take the effort in other areas. Absolutely, and mm -hmm. I would strongly argue that that's actually the way you should approach every area in your life. Yep. Because you're little like, oh, pour a little water in here and a little water. A little water doesn't do shit. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. You have to drown it. You have to just keep pouring water on it to it till you're so confident that it could get to 5%, but your 5% is somebody else's 25%. Like, I, that's the goal. I like to use the uh, ice sculpture analogy all the time. I tell my clients this all the time, whether I'm talking about fasting versus dieting and stuff like that. Um, if they look at me, right, or me and Stefan, right, where we stay relatively lean and muscular all year round because this is we've been doing this for so long it's easy for us we, we have a very in order for to maintain our look we could we have very minimum so i would say that's like the sandpaper right so me and him can just use sandpaper and be like okay cool we got the ice sculpture down because we just sand it off a little bit here and there if you're trying to radically change yourself you need like a chisel and you need like yeah. a or like a you know uh mallet and, and break chunks of ice off of you yep. you can't copy exactly what we do and expect to look like us because it, it's it's different you know if you dig yourself in a ditch if we're at level ground we have to do very little maintain there if you're yep. in a hole you, you better you know build something to climb out it's, right it's not the same yeah i mean those drastic changes right those big chunks of ice they have to come at uh the sacrifice for something too and so i'll tell you a thing for me I took more time away from all areas of my bucket and I put more time into my career this year than ever before. And it has paid off and we've helped a lot of people and we've done pretty well our first, well, kind of our first full year in business and we've grown a lot. And were there other areas that I, like I, first of all, I don't regret any of it. hundred percent don't. There's other areas too that I knew could get to a certain point. Um, but I had to closely monitor them. Like I had points where my relationship, I was like, we, are we good? I know I'm working a lot. Are we good? Are we good? Like I had to constantly check because I knew that bucket was low and I knew it was going to get low. And I actually had a conversation with my wife before and said, our relationship bucket, like it, it's going to get kind of low. But because of this, right? It doesn't mean I'm neglecting my wife, but like I, ha I had to be like, hey, I'm going to grind the next couple of years. This is what I'm doing it for. Do you understand why? Are you in it? Yes. Okay, let's go. And I still had to check up on it, right? So you might have, a, you know, social, tell your friends like, hey, man, I'm really going to prioritize my health. I'm not going to be going out as much. I'm not going to be drinking as much. Like have that conversation, get that support because when, like it's uncomfortable when you're breaking off the big blocks. Like that is the worst part, okay? That's the most uncomfortable part and that's the part people avoid because it's the most work. 100%. You know, I mean, I'm a huge proponent of fasting. You know, if you're in a 50 calorie deficit for years, you'll lose the weight, but it'll take a really long time. You do a five day fast, you might knock down 10 pounds like that. And like you could restore your health and reset your immune system and all that stuff. But what do you think is easier, 50 calorie deficit or a five day water fast? You know what I mean? People are going to be a lot more comfortable doing the small changes, the sandpaper, and they don't want to do the chunks. But unfortunately, the chunks are usually what they need. You know, if they're not going to the gym at all, one day a week will probably help you, but you need to like completely reinvent yourself and be like, you know what? I'm gonna start with three, and I'm, I have, and I'm not doing four until I do three every week without fail. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, 
just to kind of to wrap it up, um, I feel like you know when when you look at the the bucket analogy, and the reason I'm sticking on this is because I know when 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 you're thinking about accomplishing something, every excuse in your mind comes in. I'm busy. I don't have time. But what about this? But what about that? And I have the same things in other areas of my life. Like I actually still have them in fitness, believe it or not. Um, kind of like Mike, I really struggled this year. I extremely struggled on staying onto a program. I would like start something and then I'd get a little injury. I would start something and then I missed a day because of work. And like, so the consistency thing was a challenge for me this year, a hundred percent. I still made some pretty good progress because I'm, like I said, I already have such a good base. Um, but something to think of is like, it's also really hard at our level to make substantial big gains. So you have to very much trust the process, right? Because even though you can hit PRs and get a little bit bigger, it's not the, the these monumental shifts that you're going to see in the beginning of your fitness journey. So um, something to think about is like, you're going to have positive things that back up the effort you put in from the beginning. You know, like we have clients, like we're doing a, a hero transformation challenge right now. We have clients that lose five, 10 pounds of fat in one month. That's a lot of progress. That's not happening to me, right? Like I'm not gaining uh, two pounds of muscle or four pounds of muscle a month at this level of that I've been working out. Like it, the, the gains are very, very, very small. How much weight did you say you gained like last year? So uh, I believe, I mean, because, you know, things fluctuate, you know, you have like a five pound fluctuation depending on what you're waking up. The, you like know, your average, you. yeah. I put on probably like a, consi- I would say 15 pounds in four years yeah. total. Yeah. Yeah. As somebody that lifts a lot, very frequent, high volume, extremely heavy. That's a lot. Like I'm not even trying to. Yeah. It's just natural progression. You just right. pack on bone density, muscle mass, especially if you're lifting, you know, crazy heavy tendon and ligament thick, thickness. It's just, I'm not in it for a rapid transformation. I don't need a before and after picture right now. I could just every year just see small, subtle changes. And then that's when you see these guys in the fifties and they go, he's got to be on steroids. I'm like, no dude, he did 1% change every year for 50 years. Yeah. You know, it's just consistency. And you know, we're, we're in it more than just looks too, you know? Right. Right. And so, you know, going into 2023, these are some things I want you to understand. Number one, you need to reinvent yourself. Like, and if it were me, I would start with the mental aspect more than the physical aspect. And I'm going to tell you why you can go, you can go to the gym, but like, if you haven't made, and this is what I mean by mental, if you haven't made the decision that you don't like the version that you were, or at least you want to change a lot of things about it. Right. Like I said, at the beginning, it's not you hating the other version. It's just like, you're not good enough for me anymore. I'm, I have more potential and I know it. And so the fact that you're not reaching that potential should make you upset and uncomfortable. Like you need to have that happen. Then secondly, you need to start doing things. Like that's the only thing mentally you need to do is just that. Like that's it. Then what's almost, I almost put this one first is you need to start doing things physical because if you go to the gym and you just go and you even do just random shit, I don't recommend doing that. I recommend getting on a program, but if you just do it, and you're in a caloric deficit and your protein's good and your sleep's good and your water's good, like basic health habits, you will lose weight, body fat, probably. I don't know where you are, but let's say you have some body fat to lose. You'll lose body fat. You'll feel better. You'll have a dopamine release. You'll be less stressed. You'll have uh, less anxiety. You'll have less depression. Do you think it's easier or more difficult to have a better mindset when all those things are happening? Pretty dumb question, right? Obviously, it's going to be a hundred times easier. 
everybody does it backwards. They're like, I gotta get my mindset right and then I'll go to the gym. Nope, that's a terrible idea. You should start working out, walking, getting physical exercise because once you do that, you're like in a euphoric state. You're forced into a more positive mindset. Like you don't have a choice. Like nobody goes and runs and then is like, I'm in a terrible mood, like ever, right? Like no, everybody that goes on a run is like, I feel great after. So imagine giving yourself that drug every day. And even if your life sucks, it's going to suck less. Like everything gets a little bit better because you actually have these chemical releases. And then so when you start thinking thoughts, let's just say they're neutral thoughts, they're going to automatically gravitate more positively. So I suggest getting your workout in, getting it in early in the morning so you can also reap the benefits of riding that post-workout high and that dopamine release after. And then the third thing is once you've decided to reinvent yourself, once you start something, and if you don't know, get help, uh, hit us up, I don't care. You need to actually like sit down and and realize what buckets you're gonna take from and like have that conversation. I don't care if you need to write it down on paper, but you need to know because the worst thing you can do is you go, okay, so Coach Stefan said, I just need to like make the decision. All right, I made the decision. Now I need to go work out and you work out. And then what's gonna happen is you're gonna notice all these other areas slipping and you're gonna get into fight and flight. And you're like, oh shit, oh, I have to stop working out because I got to take care of this. And you're going to be that dude with the bucket trying to pour it all over instead of being like, it's okay that it's slipping. I already, I already knew it was going to happen. I'm prepared. I already knew that I was going to put in a 40% effort into fitness. And so I took five from here and five from here and 10 from there. And I'm good. I'm good. I knew that was going to happen. That is the way to do it. Because then when those things happen, you're not going to just, oh, I got to reduce my workouts. I'm going to stop, blah, blah, blah. No, nope, you got to take off the chunks. And so if you do those three things, I think you're going to be way, way more successful with, with reaching your goals in 2023. That's facts, yo. Anything to add? Yeah. Uh, we'll, let's go with the analogies. We've been sticking with the water and the buckets and yeah. everything. Let's do another one. Uh, life is like an ocean, right? It's just constantly waves going left and right. You can't control that. When it's still, it's boring or you're dead, right? So you could either be that little tiny like canoe or whatever where the guy's just reacting to all these waves coming and eventually what's going to happen? One big wave is going to come and it's going to destroy you. Or you could be like a buoy, right? A buoy has, is anchored to the ground. It has some sort of like consistency routine. It's anchored to one spot. No matter how, how much the waves take it, right? It's just kind of going with the flow. And, and you know what? It stays within that, let's just say, 20 meter vicinity or whatever. And the waves don't mess it up because it's just kind of in a flow state. So you, you can't be like what he was saying, how like let life just come and just destroy you and react to it. Oh, no, there's a wave coming, whatever. Yeah, I know there's a wave coming. That's fine. I'm just going to, you know, I might deviate 10 feet to the left. No big deal. You're right back on course. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that anchor, that anchor is those three things too. It's the, it's the decision. It's the conversation where you're like, yeah, life punched me in the face. I'm okay because I have a focused goal. Like that's your anchor, right? Like Mike's like, I am this person. Mike as this person does these things, positive things. And so whether whatever happens, he just adapts, right? Like Bruce Lee says, well, you gotta be like fluid like water, right? Yeah, empty your cup. Right, so it's kind of the same thing. You have an anchor, which is the decision, which is the goals, and like the foundation of you, right? The, the, those things aren't changing when you're forgetting your old self. No, forget all the bad things. Like take the good things with you. But we, if we shed, like if you imagine, like a, a I don't know anything about snakes, but let's just say a snake sheds its skin every year during a season. Every year, I would think that the snake is getting like 
better skin or stronger skin. Maybe yeah. I'm totally off, but that's kind of what it is. You're not necessarily becoming a different snake. You're literally just being like, I'm 1% better. I'm 1% better. I'm 1% better. But you got to think if you, if you're way behind and you know, if you're behind in other, in areas of your life, right. And let's just talk about fitness. I want you to become 1% better every year, but, but this year I want you to challenge yourself to not just do 1%. 20%. Yeah. Cause that's the easy thing to do, right? Like I'll kind of start and I'll kind of whatever. No, no, no. Rip the freaking bandaid off. Get no. it out of the way. There is something called more of a maintenance phase, not only physically, but like emotionally and mentally in fitness where you're like, I'm good. I put in the work. I can like not stress out about it this much. I cannot think about it this much. I've improved my relationship with food. I've lost the weight. I feel more com comfortable in the gym. I feel more confident in my clothes. All those positive things happen. And then you can kind of just set it to the side, but that's not going to happen with just the minimal amount of effort. You're going to have to put in a little more effort and it's going to look like this. It's going to look like getting on a program that actually is structured, right? So not doing random stuff. Okay. You need to also make a commitment to yourself where you're going to stick to it and no, not just to yourself because you've done that before and that doesn't work, right? Like think how many times you're like, I'm going to fill in the blank, anything to do with health and fitness. Are you doing it now? No, doesn't work. Okay. So you need to make a commitment. That's actually probably going to look like a commitment to you, to somebody else, like a coach and probably a financial commitment because when you pay for something, you follow through. And number three, you're going to need to set a goal that you can emotionally buy into from the very beginning, right? So what we do with our clients is we're like, what is your goal? Why is that your goal? When do you want to accomplish it? How many days a week can you work out? How long can you work out? What equipment do you have? Okay, cool. Based on all those things, all the factors that you told me about your life, here's the goal we could probably accomplish. Are you, are you bought in? Does that, can you do that? Can you make, can you make that happen? And they say, yes, I can make that happen. Why? And, and when they say it, to correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, you know, because he coaches a lot of our clients too. I believe them. Why? Because it wasn't just like me making the goal for them. We made it together. It was a collaborative effort. So now I know that they're like, yes, I can do that. Why? Because they said it works for their schedule. It works for their lifestyle. This is something they want. And it's from the beginning. So now when they have the program and they have the structure and they have the accountability, it's set up for the most success. Part of the reason you probably haven't been successful is you just didn't have the tools. Like you, you didn't have the thing. You thought you did. You're like, oh, I'm good to go. No, you weren't. If you were good to go, you would have absolutely crushed your goal. You didn't have the tools because you probably weren't willing to make the sacrifice, to be honest with you. You probably weren't willing to invest both time and financially, and you probably weren't willing to actually long-term commit. You know, those things have to happen. I was looking at this sign. No, the no you're good. Really cool. Um, so yeah, guys, I mean, th those are the, those are the recommendations for going into 2023. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to hit one of us up on social media. I would love to help you. You can go to pursuit underscore hp.com. Um, we are starting our hero transformation challenge, um, in January. So if you guys want a four week challenge, that's designed to help, uh, men and women lose five to 10 pounds of fat, gain lean muscle and, uh, increase their performance within four weeks. This is a really good challenge and it's going to come with all those things. It's going to come with structure. It's going to come with goals. It's going to come with accountability. It's going to come with an investment. So you 
have everything you need to be successful because doing it on your own is not the way to go. I've never, I learned that really quick in business doing stuff on my own. It took me twice as long and the results were about eight times crappier. If you're lucky, if I'm lucky, I'm not even serious. Like I just dropped a fat stack of cash today on investing into my business because I'm willing to get to my goal better and sooner and that costs. And I'm totally okay with that because I also have bought into the plan, right? I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. Somebody better than me has laid it out. And I'm like, cool, that makes sense. Here you go. Here's my, here's my card, right? And now I just have to do the work. This person's not doing it all for me, but they're going to guide me. They're going to direct me. They're going to help me along the way because they're a coach for me, right? And that's the only way to get where you want to go in life sooner and probably a lot better. Yeah, this goes back to one of my favorite quotes of all time. But if you just think about like, I'll get to it in a second. You think about like how much years of experience we have combined and how many people we got to, I know it sounds messed up, experiment on, right? Yeah. You know, first year of training, you're like, we'll see if this works. And you realize like this works, this works, this works, this doesn't, throw that away, right? If my, the quote is, smart people or you know, it's a sign of intelligence is when you learn from your mistakes. A sign of wisdom is when you learn from others. So we yeah. know it more than anybody else. If we need something and we're not good at it, I'm not going to waste a year or two trying to figure it out on my own. I'm going to pay an expert and they're going to get me results that I want way faster, way sooner. And then I don't have the pain of making mistakes. They made the mistakes for me. So I'm paying them for their, their knowledge and experience and I'm the wiser. Yeah. And you're gambling because when you're doing it on your own, it's not even a guarantee that you'll ever get there. Not just mm -hmm. a delay, but there's no guarantee you'll ever get there. And you're like, well, if I get a coach or I get some help, there's no guarantee there either. Ah, uh, yeah, but if the coach that you're getting help from has proven results and you don't, right? Like you don't have proven results. You're like, well, I've lost 10 pounds before. I've lost 15 pounds before. Have you kept it off? Have you progressively yeah. gotten better shape? No, you don't have any other proven results for yourself probably, mm -hmm. right? So if you haven't done it, like my business coach is a multimillionaire. Why? Because I'm not a multimillionaire. And that would be really cool because I know that he knows what he's doing in areas of finances so far beyond me that why would I not listen to him? Plus, he actually coaches other fitness coaches that are doing really well. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm skeptical about it. Like, oh, sweet. Awesome. Help me. And then I listen to him and I come from a humble place where like, you know more than me. I'm willing to, to seek your guidance and expert oh, this is what I should do. And then I go and implement it, right? So it's not super complicated. I know this episode was a little bit longer, um, but hopefully it lights some fire under your butt and gives you some good ideas and some good construct of what to do in 2023. Uh, my ask for you is that you guys pause this real quick before it's completely over. If you'll go give us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate it. Um, if you wanna like, comment, subscribe, even share this episode on social media, that would be a huge help. Um, once again, guys, I really appreciate it. We get spread by the word of mouth, right? We don't run ads on this podcast. So any type of sharing on social media or reviews will really help. Any last words? Uh, thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll talk to you next time. Take care.